0: Hey everybody Grant Napier on listen up as we
1: got another huge football weekend to get to it began last night the come from behind victory by the Chiefs quarterback Justin Herbert of the Chargers it has been revealed that he has a fracture to his rib cartilage so you know he's going to be dealing with quite a bit of discomfort uh that is not anything that's going to heal uh in the next couple of days so you know I I don't expect him to miss time but that's something that, in all likelihood, will bother him for much of the season. But that was a heck of a game. I, I'll tell you that for a Thursday night game, that really surprised me because you generally don't have, I, especially a divisional game. I, I didn't think it would be like that. And I give, I listen. The Chiefs they come up with that big play, the ninety-nine yard touchdown on the interception return. Uh, and they you know end up going 2 and 0 but what we said at the beginning of the season through two weeks is true right you know you go in the AFC West you know if you're a really good team like the Chargers you know you beat the Raiders in divisional game you go on the road a game that you could have won right they were up by 10 they 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 had the lead in the fourth quarter and they were not able to hold on. So the Chiefs now off to that early 2-0 division lead, 27-24. All right? 27-24. But I like the way the Chargers started that game. And they went in there and they was like, wow, we, we know that we can play with these guys. We've won three of four since Herbert has been the quarterback. Then you look at – Both these teams, again, you can't predict injuries, but you just kind of get the feeling, don't you, that both these teams are going to be around playing in January. Herbert, 33 of 48, 334, three touchdowns, that big interception. Mahomes, 24 of 35, 235, and uh, two touchdowns. But they got that big play on defense. they got the big play on defense. So I want to hear your picks. I gave you my picks on wednesday i want to hear your picks today all right let's hear it. we had a great week boy we got going on monday can't believe it's friday already wow um, monday we were at a bennett's had a really good week this is a good week and uh, we can cap it off now with uh your picks all right let's not mess around let's get right to it and uh, why don't we start off today with amy amy i hope you are Happy with your picks from last week. I, I know you weren't, but I mean, I'm I'm, I'm hoping that you bounce back. And uh, it's great to have you on the show, Amy. What can we do for you?
2: Okay. So um, I um, pulled in uh, a friend of mine to help me with my picks this week. So let's see. All right.
1: I like that. Let's if, do it. Go ahead. The,
2: so I'm taking the Texans this week. Okay. Um, I'm taking the Steelers. I'm kind of surprised at the um, – I'm kind of surprised at what uh, is set in the books as far as the amount of points. Isn't it like two and a half? They're plus two and a half. Yes. I'm kind of surprised right. about that one, so I'm going to go with them. Um, I'm taking the Bucks. Also surprised with the line on that one too. Um, and then I'm taking the Browns.
1: Okay. So, uh, and you said you got a little help on that, okay? But that's all right. You're allowed to have help. You know, it's all it's all good. You're allowed to have some help.
2: Oh. I figured um, going 0 for 4 last time, and it just, you know, even though I said maybe I'd pick colors, you know, uniform colors, I that's just not, <laughs> that's just not, it's just not me. I can't do it. So, um, yeah, so I just was like, hey, let me bounce these off of you, and uh, and my colleague was like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. So, so yeah, so those are my picks this week. So let's see if I can make it 4 and 4 and 0. I don't want to jinx myself, but.
1: No, you'll even three and one would be all right. You'd be happy with three and one, right? I mean, you gotta be realistic oh. about this.
2: Oh, sure. Absolutely. I'll be yeah. ha- happy with anything better than zero and four.
1: Well, I'm happy that you were the first one to get the picks. You have a great weekend and uh, we'll hopefully hey. talk to you next week.
2: You too. Thanks. All
1: right. Thank you. So Amy starts us off, get the picks rolling. And uh, we got a lot of people that we want to get to. So let's do it right here on listen app. What's going on? Uh, I'm not even sure what your name is. So, uh, the. Uh, the what, 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 what is your name? The Vaccard
3: Golfist? Yes, sir. Uh, Grant, it's Trent. Uh, I met you on Monday night at the. Ben-
1: yes, Trent. At the
3: Bennett uh, uh, events. And it was great to see you guys. Um, was that your first public appearance after the events that happened last year?
1: Yes. Two years, ago. two years ago. Yeah. First public. That is the first public appearance. Yes.
3: That was awesome to see you. It was, it was reminiscent of uh, seeing Phil Cowan uh, meet up with all of his listeners back at William Jessup years ago. So anyway, I want I don't, I don't have any football picks. I just wanted to say that it was great to see you and I got to have your picture taken with uh, my, myself and my friend, Chris Young. And uh, it was really cool. Uh, yeah. to see Jerry Reynolds. I wish I got, I wish I could have seen, uh, uh, Gary Gerald, but um that was—it was still awesome seeing you and uh, Jerry. And, and and how's the hair going? How, how's the shower? Uh?
1: Well, it's still—you know—listen, the hair doesn't grow back that fast, Trent. You know, it's still still pretty short, buddy. All right, we got to give it a little bit of time. You know what I'm saying? Got to give it a little heard, bit of time. I
3: heard you timing yourself getting out of the shower, and uh, you know the time it took to dry your hair off it was under like seconds or something.
1: Uh, it was three point six, you know. But I said I could have, I could have hit the button a little late on the watch, but it's under under four seconds, you know, under four That's seconds.
3: Cool. Just one more thing, I wanted to share. I'm going to the Four Net Championship tomorrow at uh, Silverado Country Club, and uh, maybe I'll give us some opinion next week when we come back or something like that. It's great to hear your voice um, on the radio again. So um, I do a podcast. If you're interested, so thank this you. This is my podcast logo. So. Thanks Grant for all you do. And, uh, again, great to see Thank you on Monday you. night. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it, Trent. Enjoy your weekend. All right. Thank you very much. Really appreciate your support. All right. Let's get to Antonio right here on listen up, get the show rolling on this Friday.
4: Hey, Antonio. Hey Grant, man. I'm man. I regret so much. I couldn't make it up there, man. It sounded like you guys had a great time, man. What a, what a, what a great. It was great. Man, it really was. I've always wanted to meet you, man. Um, Hey, um, Oh, real quick, last night's game, uh, man. What a what a fun game to watch. Um, I thought San Diego, I'm San Diego. LA had a really good shot. Um, talk about uh, the, the the biggest take I take out of it. I'm not a Derek Carr hater but i'm saying man my quarterback can't do that he can stand in the pocket and get loose and get on a roll but the way they get it, way patrick mahone just steps up and just oh it's just fun to watch it's really fun football for me i really enjoy even though i'm a raider fan and i despise both teams like I, I would be lying to you if i would be saying i'm a hater on both those guys they're fun they're fun quarterbacks to watch man
1: They are. And, you know, that's why the Chiefs have a Super Bowl and another appearance. And a lot of people think that, you know, the Chargers are going to be duplicating what the Chiefs have done uh, because of the quarterback position. But I'm with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're both dynamite.
4: Okay, I'm taking Dallas. I'm getting the points. What's what's it? Is it seven? What do you got? Six and a half, seven you're giving out there? I don't know what book was under there. Uh, Uh,
1: I believe the last time I looked, it was eight and a half. Yeah.
4: Oh, geez. Okay, I'll still take Dallas. Um, I'm taking. I'm taking. Oh my goodness! I have lost my train of thought. Um, I'm taking up Tennessee over uh, Buffalo. Excuse me. I'm getting the points. I'm thinking a little upset somehow. I think even though the game's in in Orchard Park in uh, in Buffalo, I'm just thinking there's no way that coach for the Titans is going to let that team um, lose. You know, I think they're going. They might not win, but I think they're going to show up, and Not by. I think what is it? Ten points in that one?
1: Yeah. You know what? Uh, the line on the Dallas-Cincinnati game is seven and a half. And you're talking about Buffalo and Tennessee, right? So you're ta- yes, you take are you you're taking the point? You're taking you're taking Tennessee. Is that correct? I'm making sure because Ryan is yep. uh, jotting yes, all sir. of this down. So you're taking Tennessee. All right. The one thing about the points, I'm when people ten. call up, when 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 you call up, Ryan's got all the point spreads in front of him. So just you know, you don't even have to it's ten points. Tennessee is uh, uh, getting 10 points, but he knows the line. So you're taking Tennessee. You're taking Dallas. Who else are you taking?
4: I'm taking Seattle.
1: Okay. And Seattle and, also. And then
4: I'm going to take it. Yep. Go. And then, of course, I'm taking the Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders. Um, They like a bounce back game. D.C. gets hot. No more turnovers. Uh, Devonta gets a touchdown. Waller gets a touchdown. The Raiders win. Uh, I'm going to give you a prediction. I'll say Raiders uh, 27, Um, uh, Arizona 20. Thank you, Grant.
1: Thank you, buddy. Have a great weekend. I don't think that game's going to be that close. I think the Raiders are going to win comfortably in that game. All right, let's get to Al Al. Uh, great to have you on the air right here on Listen Up. Good afternoon, Al.
5: Hey, buddy, my good friend grant. Um, wow, I'm with you i I' the NFL the point spreads. I mean it's week two, and there's like these massive point spreads. I heard you commented this several times on your other shows uh, over the week, and I'm like uh, and I, I'll tell you the truth. I, I don't, I try to stay away from the high points. I don't know about you, but man, 10, a couple of games, 10 plus points. It's only week two. I mean, I'm just, but here's my picks, uh, Steelers plus one and a half lions. I'm taking the lions as a favorite slight favorite. I think they can do it. I think they might, uh, pull off the surprise. I'll take the saints plus the points. I just. I just like the And then the, my last game was I'll take the, the Vikings at Philly plus the points. So those are my four. Yep.
1: That's going to be a good game on Monday night. You know, both teams, you know, won their opener. And uh, Philadelphia had to really work hard to beat Detroit, whereas Minnesota, you know, handled Green Bay pretty well. But that's a Monday night game, you know, in Philly. The link is going to be jumping off the hook. That's yeah. going to be an interesting game. I, both these teams feel like they can win the division. Both these teams have, you know, legitimate playoff yeah. aspirations. So. This is going to be a fun game on Monday night with Dallas or Philadelphia hosting Minnesota. I'm with you. That's going to be a good yeah. game.
3: Yeah,
5: no, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, let me ask you your opinion on um, last night's game. Herbert at the end, he was in, in major pain. I mean, he, he could barely. Should he have been in there? I'm thinking, take him out, man. He's this is your franchise quarterback, and he's doubled up there at one point. He is somehow hobbled out away from the rush he could have probably hobbled to the first down but I mean that's what I mean hobbling but would you have had
1: him still in there I mean I know they had a chance but- yeah I mean it's not up to the coach that's not a coach's decision that is a that's the no. medical staff and the player's decision at, at that point that is not on the no. coach I'll tell you what I would say is have players played in an NFL game where they shouldn't have absolutely it happens every week but if they were able to yeah. diagnose that right. as, at worst case scenario, fractured rib, then I'm okay with it. I'll tell you what else Justin Herbert did. He also yeah. just gained more respect within that locker room as being a tough guy. And his his message through Steve oh, was, yeah. don't worry about me. If I can walk, I'm going to be on the field. And that, that's a really good message for your quarterback to have to your rest of your team. So I look at that as a positive. Uh, but again, I, with the, today – the the medical evaluations today in 2022 are so much better than even 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so I always I always look at it that way. I don't think they would have put him in if they yeah. thought he was in danger.
5: OK, and re- not just wrap up my car real quick. Gerald effort to tight end. I think he. It looked like he ran the wrong route for me when when that guy picked yes. it and went the length of the field yep. the other way. And not only that, but he made a dog a dog, what a dog effort to even try to get to the pass. I mean, Terrible. you know, make an effort for God's sake. I didn't wasn't listening to the sound because I was I just was uh, doing something. So I, I just was watching the game, and that was my thought. He just dogged it, and then he and I think he ran the wrong route. And you look at Herbert on the sidelines with him standing next to him. I wasn't, he wasn't moving his lips, but I was reading what he was thinking. You, dude, you, you, you hung me out to dry and that was the game. That was a 14 point swing game yep. over. Yep. Yep. I'm with you hundred percent right, on that. I'll have a, have a weekend, good one. Buddy. Good luck to your giants, man. I like your team this, this weekend, man. I'll tell you, I went over the game chart and looked at the drafts and you know, Jones threw a pick in Carolina's end zone and uh, the giants played. I love, I love what uh, Cody said. I think Barkley's going to, going to gash him. And I think they – I like the Giant, the g man at home. Okay. I like them. Thank you.
1: Appreciate it. Good uh, luck. Thank you. I know you said Carolina in the end zone. You meant Tennessee. They played Carolina this week. I know you know that. But just for people that are listening, I don't want to confuse them. I know that you are aware of that. Uh, I actually think the uh, Giants are going to lose on Sunday. I don't think they're that good. They were lucky to win. Uh, Tennessee gave them a gift. You know, Shepard got free on a missed uh, assignment. Uh, Barkley – I think we'll be productive, but I hope I'm wrong, but I, I don't I don't see it happening. All right. We uh, welcome in Jeff. Jeff, good to have you on. How are you? I'm today, not Jeff? doing good, Grant. Why? What happened?
6: Well, Herbert that Al told me to trade uh Alan. I trade Allen to keep Herbert and Herbert's now with his ribs are all messed up.
1: Don't worry about it. You can play with uh, rib injuries. It's just a matter of uh, tolerating the pain. They'll give him something to mitigate the pain. So it's Thursday. He doesn't play again until Sunday. I wouldn't worry about it.
6: Uh, well, you know what? I got that guy played his guts out, though. I mean, he was excruciating. He, he got hit, went down, I think, once or twice more after he got injured. I mean, that that was a gutsy performance. I mean, you got, that was Brett Favre-like, you know, I'm telling you. But uh, that, that, the coach blew it, though. That tight end, Everett, wanted to come out of the game. He put his hand up. Then he calls the play to him. The guy was gassed. He was gassed. And he said, you know, I, I, that's, I don't know. Crazy, crazy, crazy.
1: Hell of a finish, though. Is it for a Thursday night game? It was an exciting game. That was, you know, I, don't, I hate divisional games on Thursdays. So I really do. But uh, all right, what are your picks this week?
6: Okay. Here we go. I am going to go with, dang it. I got to get my notes, Grant. Give me a second. All right. Here we go. Houston. You got that. Cincinnati. Buffalo. Yep. And Washington. And Washington. Yep.
1: Okay. We got you now, buddy.
6: uh, Hopefully I'll go better than one and three. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so you're like, yeah, you like Washington uh, uh, at Detroit. Basically, it's a pick 'em game. Washington's getting a point, but uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. going to be a close game too. I'm with you on that.
6: Yeah, I, I just think uh, the running backs are better and the receivers are better for Washington. That's the only reason, you know. We know Golf and Wentz is a toss-up, but I think the receiving core uh, is better for Washington.
1: The weapons.
6: It's all about weapons.
1: Well. I- that's well, about not turning the ball over. That's what it's about. Uh, listen, you have a great weekend. I really appreciate you and your support. So don't worry about Herbert. I think he's going to be fine. It's pain, you know, the, he's got an extra couple of days. It's pain management. I, I I, think he'll be okay. I really do.
6: Right. And I want to shout out to Rachel we met the other night. I want her to call in, now, unless she was on her Raiders gear and she says she hardly ever Yes. Caught. We want Rachel to call in and give us some picks. She seemed knowledgeable about sports.
1: Yeah, I like talking to Rachel, too. As I look right now, I don't see her on today's show, but I know she listens to the show once I post it. So, yeah, it would be good to hear from her. All right, have a good one, Jeff. Have a good weekend, buddy. All right. right. Bye-bye. Take it easy. All right, let's get to uh, Brian. Brian is next. Hey, Brian, what's going on today, buddy? What's happening? Brian, hit your mic icon. Brian. Sorry,
7: Grant. Hey, sorry. Go, go little, ahead. Little hiccup yep, there. Go ahead. My apology. Uh, yeah. So went two and two last week. This spread thing's kind of fun. I never done anything on the spread. I've always done, you know, traditionally I play in a league. We do a pick 'em, but we do confidence points, which is fun because then you rank them. But this spread, this spread learning curve, it's definitely a fun element because, as uh, I think it was Jeff, or whoever, these high spreads to these pick 'ems. It's uh anyhow, it's a fun thing. I'm, I'm glad we're doing the spread for this. Uh, I heard yours and I think I agreed with a couple of them. Uh, one game, uh, I like the Packers to cover the 10 against the Bears at home. Uh, I think they're just going to bounce back. And the Bears, uh, being a Niner fan, I saw a majority of that game, just not very impressed. I just, and the Packers have historically owned the Bears. So, so until they prove otherwise, I like the 10. I think you had that game too. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. I also, I'm going, I yeah, really, go ahead. I also, I'm, a, I'm going with the Rams. I like the Rams big this week. Uh, being embarrassed. I, th- I think they're going to have a bounce back against Atlanta. Uh, I am with you. I'm going with Carolina. I like the Carolina and the points there. And lastly, uh, I am going to roll with the Niners. I'm going to take the points with the Niners at home against Seattle partly because uh, I know it's a toss-up right now. Kittle should be back. And I think Seattle just had their Super Bowl last Monday night uh, with Russell uh, Russell Wilson. And historically, uh, I know they're a division rival, but when you have such a big game at times, there could be a letdown. And it is Geno Smith. So we got to keep things in reality. So I'm going to take the points there.
1: Yeah. You know, that's a great point about Geno Smith. I mean, history will tell you, he's not going to play that well two weeks in a row. But Uh, You got to give him credit. He was very good. Plus, it's a short week for them. Great point. Emotional game. Russell Wilson coming back. You know, one less day to prepare. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, But 10 points is a lot of points. 10 points. Yeah, 10 points in a division.
7: Yeah, no, I think a lot. There was a lot of uh, upsets last week with the high spread. And I'm just banking on maybe the odds of them are reverting to the mean this week. So we'll see. Hopefully we go three and one, like you said, Uh, three and one over and over that should do pretty well. So have a a good rest of the show. Thank you,
1: Brian. Thanks buddy. Appreciate it. All right. If you want to get in on the program today, hit your hand icon, raise your hand uh, and we will do it. Uh, Any other comments about uh, last night's game, we can do it. Uh, Week two of the NFL again, last night, college football this week. And that kind of blase. After a really great weekend uh, last Saturday. All right, let's chime in here with uh, Ryan. Ryan, thanks very much for helping keeping track of all these picks. How you doing, buddy? Grant, I thought you were keeping track of the
7: picks. Uh,
1: we are. I am uh, right now 4 uh, 0, <laughs> and I'm going to be, I have a, my crystal ball says I'm going to be 4 0 on Sunday. So you're right. I am keeping track. I'm 8 <laughs> 0. What can I do for you? Hey, uh, last night,
8: Great game. Great game. Did not expect that type of game um, Thursday night, especially with the Chargers going halfway across the country. And uh, if I'm Justin Herbert, I'm going to deal with the pain. I don't know if I really want to get that shot in my
1: uh, ribs. He's not going to have a choice. If he wants to play, he's going to have to get a shot in his ribs.
8: We'll talk about Tyrod Taylor.
1: Well, a good point. Yep. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> But I I think he'll Justin Herbert's going to play. He'll be on the field. Yeah, no,
8: he'll he'll definitely be on the field. Hey, um, all right, so I'm going to give you my picks, uh, and yes, I am tracking them, everybody. So don't worry. Um, I'm going to go Raiders minus five. Arizona has been terrible. Uh, They've looked awful. Kyler Murphy or Kyler Murray's play has been not very good. Uh, I'm going Packers minus ten. Aaron Rodgers always finds a way to get those guys ready to go. You know, he may have a slow week one, but he usually bounces back week two. I'm going Lions minus five, and I'm going Minnesota plus two and a half.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Lions game is not a five-point spread. Where are you seeing that? The Lions in the in the Washington oh, excuse is a one-point one point point spread. No wonder, no wonder you're yeah. doing so well on your picks. Yeah.
8: Great. Yeah, no, it's 1.5. But Grant, I was going to ask you, how do we do that? If you make your picks early and the line changes, what day are we going off of?
1: Whatever the day you make your pick. So when you make your pick, uh, like today, everyone's making their picks. It's based on today's line, not based on tomorrow's line or yesterday's line or Sunday. So like if you make a pick today and you know it, we, we find out tomorrow that Aaron Rodgers is not playing It's too bad. You've already made your pick. Just like if you were in Vegas, you know, you make your bet. You get on the airplane and you fly home. Well, you've already got your ticket and your bet is your bet. So
8: what do you get to pick early then? The line can change.
1: (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal with you. That's a great point. I will I will allow my pick since I am doing a 24 hours early to whatever is the least whatever is the what what word am i for whatever is less of an advantage for me i'll go that route so if i pick let's say i pick green bay and chicago which i pick green bay and the line when i made the pick was 10 all right and i'm taking green bay if the line within one day moves 10. a half a point or a point you can give me that i will i will make it so it's more difficult that's you make a good point yeah i want to make i want to make this fair so if the line changes i can only Take the line that is worse for me, not better. So that's a good point. Good good job on your part.
8: Fair enough. I respect that. Hey, um, I was going to ask you, uh, what do you think about the entire situation? We talked about Brett Favre earlier. But um, the the betting situation, this has turned into something that is completely blown up. Fantasy football has been around for a long time, but now we have our one-day leagues. I believe it's Jeff or Al that does the one-day leagues. What's your take on all of that? And do you think it's good or bad for football?
1: I think it's bad for society. That's what I think. I think that legalizing sports betting in America was inevitable in a lot of states but here's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the people that cannot control their gambling. And there's a word for that, all right? They're called compulsive gamblers. It's like alcoholism, it's like drug abuse, it's like anything else. And if it becomes so easy to pick up your phone, all right? And I'm really very concerned about our younger generation who are betting in record numbers, all right? whether it's amongst their friends, whether it's they're able to still get on an app, whatever the case may be. And they're making, and again, I'm stereotyping here, but I'm I'm doing this because it's fairly accurate. You're talking about people in their, for the most part, that are making a minimal income and they think, okay, you know what? I made minimum wage this week and I'm gonna double it because I love this pick that I have on Sunday. And then they lose it and they try to catch up because they don't have the discipline. So I do believe in bet responsibly, but we can also say the same thing about drink responsibly. And there are a lot of people that get DUIs every day and so on and so forth. So I know I'm kind of answering this, answering this in a roundabout way because I also endorse, you know, betting websites such as mybookie.com and other things, but I always say bet responsibly and I, I believe, Ryan, that this generation of coming up, okay, like your, like your son's age group, when they become adults, if you think about what's happened in the last 10 years alone or last five years in this country with DraftKings and FanDuel and everything else, what's it going to be like when your son gets to be an adult? or when my sons who are now 24 and 26 have children, what's that next generation gonna be like in terms of gambling? Is gambling gonna be a widespread problem in this country? So I do worry about that. And on a larger scale, let's face it, the NFL is the number one sport in America, and largely it's the number one sport in America because of the gambling aspect of it. I believe that if you took fantasy football away, all right. Just if you even just took fantasy football away, I think your TV ratings would drop significantly. I think there are a lot of people. Yeah. That that watch games that they would never watch just because they have players on their fantasy football team.
8: Yeah. And you're spot on. I mean, uh, you know, once my I mean, if he had a his cell phone right now, which he does not, he could pick up and gamble if he wanted to. So one thing for sure, I'm not giving him my debit card. Um, But secondly, you know, it before it was different where, you know, bookies and 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 so, Grant, that's the middle line for me. Right. Is it better to be doing it on an application? Obviously, the states are getting or the states make money off of the taxes. And, you know, it's a little bit of a safer spot versus, you know, when you grew up in New York, I'm sure you knew. People that gambled, people that got in trouble,
1: bookies. Oh, God. Absolutely. I had a friend. I used to 10 bar in the summers on Long Island when I was in college. It was called the Woodbury Pub. And I had a great job. But the guy that owned the bar, uh, Tommy, was, uh, went to the Naval Academy and played football at Navy. Big guy. And he gambled like you could not believe. And the bookie would come down to the bar and there were nights when Tommy would be sweating profusely going through the cash draw, the tip draw, because he had had a real bad week. I'll never forget. I'll never mm. forget being his nickname when he called this bookie was Navy Flyer. All right. So he'd go, hey, Navy Flyer here. Uh, give me the line on the uh, Giants and the Cowboys this week. And I heard him say
0: five. Five,
1: are you shitting me? The the paper's got six, and and the bookie goes, Well, then call up and bet with the paper. Then, (laughs) right? I just thought (laughs) that was the bookie's response. Then call up and bet with the paper. Then, so uh, you know, listen, I mean, I'm not going to promote betting illegally on this show, I'm just not going to do it. All right, so if you use a bookie, I'm not you, you, everyone needs to make their own decision on what they do with their money, and I'm not naive, I know there are bookies on every corner. but I'm not, I'm not going to promote that. So if you're asking me what's better, I'm going to say, you know, do it legally. All right. Um, I I don't, I'll be honest. I bet, I bet very little, like, I mean, under $10 a week. All right. So I don't, I don't bet a lot, but I did when I, I got caught up on that, I was in a cash business and this was back in 78, 79, 80, and 81. And I got caught up on that. And I would bet like a hundred dollars a game. And Tommy would make the bet for me. And I'll tell you right now, I lost a lot of money one summer. All the money mm-hmm. that I was supposed to be making for college, I lost well over fifty percent of that because I didn't have the I always when I lost, I tried to catch up. And I got it got worse and worse. Right. And so what do we always say? Have a specific number of units that you start with. Okay. And you do not maximize, you do not go over the number of units that you have allotted. So if you have you know, 20 units that you begin the season with, you know, if you lose that, then you're done. You're done for the year. But that, you know, and I know, Ryan, people always want the quick fix, right? They want the quick fix. And that's where people can get in a lot of trouble. So listen, I'm, I'm not naive. I understand FanDuel, DraftKings. Again, I'm not going to be a hypocrite here. I was just promoting mybookie.com for a couple of weeks where they double your money up to $1,000 on, you know, your initial, you know, play. So I'm I'm with you on that. But you have to have discipline. And I think people that have discipline can bet football and have fun and do it well. The people that don't have discipline that have a bad week or a bad two weeks and then they don't have enough money to pay their rent or they don't have enough money to pay their car payment or they can't take their significant other out or you know where I'm going with this. They'll go, OK, yeah, they, absolutely. they, they go, OK, if I just get this one game right, I can be whole again and my life is going to completely change. But then what happens when they lose that game? They get quicker, they get more and more in the quicksand, and before you know it, they can't get out of the quicksand.
8: So, so here's so it's called chasing. People chase. If you have a bad game, you have a couple bad games, it's like I'm gonna win it back, I'll do a two-team parlay, whatnot. But the difference is, or I guess the question is, would you rather have a bookie coming after you or your wife coming after you for <laughs> overdrawing the bank account? <laughs>
1: Well I would never want to, I would never want a bookie coming after me. I'll tell you that I, I that that's one thing I would not I would not want to have a bookie coming uh, after me um, but again, I'm the bookies that I knew when I was a lot younger, I mean it's not like the movies where they would come and they'd break your leg or something, but you know that was constant harassment uh that was not pleasant so i, I would I rather have my wife come after me or my bookie it would clearly be my wife.
8: very good hey we got to get everybody else picks in so i'm gonna hop off grant always a pleasure talking to you thank you everybody talk to you soon all
0: right take care thanks buddy this show is sponsored by better help stress we all have it to a degree big small but i think you can agree we all carry around different stressors most of you know what i've gone through the last four years complete career change moving across the country filing a lawsuit thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's online it's easy convenient flexible and it's suited to your schedule all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help
5: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions
1: apply. See website for details. You know, and again, I'm not being hypocritical about this because I have talked about, you know, wagering sites before and I'll probably do it again because I'm not naive to think that, you know, a lot of people gamble. And as Ryan said, don't chase, you know, have your. X number of units that you're gonna play with on a given weekend or a given season and stay with it. And when you're done, you're done. And I will tell you, all right, you know, having a 24-year-old and a 26-year-old and being around their friends, they all gamble. All right, they all gamble. And here's the other deal. All the apps that they have, Venmo, Cash App, whatever. It's very easy to say, hey, I'll bet you that the Yankees win tonight. We'll bet you 20 bucks. And they lose. And the person that won the 20 bucks said they want their money right away. And if they, they, so it's on Cash App, it's on Venmo. And, wow, I don't have $20 that I bet. Well, boy, I better bet on this next game coming up, you know, on the West Coast or on the East Coast or whatever. You know what I am mean? You know, you get my point? So that does concern me a little bit. It, that's concerned me a little bit. And again, I'm not being hypocritical here. I get it, all right? I get it. It's almost impossible to listen to any sports show, both TV, internet, or radio, without hearing an ad for a gambling site. It's almost impossible, all right? And I listen to Chris Russo on Man Dog Radio, and Chris is one of my best friends, and they talk about gambling all the time, and Chris gambles, and he's very open about gambling. And they, he promotes it, and has a sponsor and so yeah i'm with you all right just be responsible easier said than done easier said than done all right if you want to come on uh hit your hand icon uh and we will do it if you did not make your picks via the listen app uh then you know get get them to us before before sunday all right we 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 need your picks if you We want to be consistent about this. John, what's going on today, buddy?
3: Oh, busy as hell, and I'm glad you left a little bit of the decent weather here. It's only about 85.
1: Perfect. Perfect. I love that. Um, I just want to get in
3: picks real quick. I'm going with the Bengals. I'm going with Buffalo. I'm going with the Raiders. I'm going with
1: Seattle. Yep, that's a lot of points it is a lot of points and that's kind of why I'm doing it. And I think they may very well win outright, but you know, last week I said that about the Cardinals and my God, did that go the opposite direction? You know, Seattle scores only 14 or 17 points based on what the Niners did offensively last week. And Lance still, I think they're still going to have a conservative game plan. You know, Kittle obviously is a big part of that, but that's in a divisional game. I've always felt Uh that's a lot of points. I 100% agree with you. 100%. That's that's why I'm going the way I'm going. That's exactly it. Now, with that being said, I did take Green Bay, and I'm given the 10 points. So I'm kind of, but I also took Seattle. I just, I also look at circumstances. I just can't imagine Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay not having a one of those prolific type of games. I, I just see that on Sunday. I would be very surprised if the Packers don't play a very solid game.
3: Yeah, I'd be surprised too, but you know what? That's just ten points, and Aaron Rodgers. I'm staying away from that game. I believe that they'll win, but I'm not sure it'll be by ten. But if
1: it is, yep. maybe maybe twenty. By the way, if people so. that did not make their picks via Listen app because they're working or what have you, you can you can do it via Twitter too. You can hit both Ryan and I up on social media. Just make your picks before kickoff on Sunday. Actually, I want to. I don't want Ryan to like pull his freaking. Well, he doesn't have any hair, so he can't pull the hair out of his head. But make your picks by make your picks before Sunday. Make your picks by, you know, Saturday, so that Ryan can you know not go have at least a couple of hours off. So if you want to make your picks, you can hit social media, either Ryan or myself up.
3: That's perfect. Well, hey, thanks for taking my call, Grant. I gotta get going. I got other crap to do. But okay, love buddy. the show. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you
1: next week when I go four and zero. Have a great weekend, bud. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Uh, Really appreciate that. Thanks very much. All right. If you want to make your picks, now's the time. Hit me up right now on listen app because uh, I'm not going to go as long as I normally do today after uh, my travel day yesterday. So I'm kind of behind and I got things I I really got to get to and I want to get everyone's uh, picks in and get the opportunity to do this. Uh, Looking ahead to next week, Uh, We'll have a shows, same time, uh, 4 o'clock Pacific. All right, so we'll come at you 4 o'clock. I like the 4 o'clock, particularly on Mondays and Thursdays leading up to kickoff. So it gives us a good opportunity to run right up to the game. There may be some times during the basketball season when the Kings are on the East Coast that I go to 3 o'clock because I don't want to go head-to-head with them uh, when they're playing at 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock on the East, all right? So there, there might be some opportunities where we switch the time around. But for the most part, I'm going to try to do this uh, at 4 o'clock, all right? So, again, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, you want to hit Ryan up, you can do that uh, as well. We have, again, the college football, not that good tomorrow. Not really that – you know, last week we had a lot of interesting games, a lot of upsets. It's kind of a down week. Uh, in college football, and that's okay, right? You're not going to have a a great week uh, all the time. But tomorrow in college football, huh? Eh, kind of a blase. But then we get right back on it. And boy, as we said, what a great way for the NFL to start last night. That was that was a good game, week two. That was a good game. And again, I'm not contradicting myself. I hate divisional games on Thursdays. I think they're too important. And I think because of the injury factor, I think it's just, I don't like it. I don't like it. So they're not going to change that because Grant Napier doesn't want the visual in the games on Thursdays. Uh, but I am not a fan of that. I saw that uh, the president is meeting with the wife of uh, detained star, Brittany Griner. That story has certainly died down as soon as football started, right? Right. In the summer when nothing's going on, you know, it's Brittany Griner, this Brittany Griner, that. And uh, now there's nothing going on. Did you see the uh, uh, executive director of the NBA Players Association thought that Robert Sarver should be banned for life? All right. Uh, Tamika Tramadulio, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I'm sorry. uh, Said she said that Sarver should have been banned for life. All right. Quote. We are absolutely calling for a lifetime ban. We do not want him to be in a position where he is managing or engaging with individuals who are engaging with our players or the players themselves. We are absolutely clear from the findings that are in the report that we do not want him to be in that position. So here's what here's what's going to happen. Okay? Here's how Robert Sarver will have to give up his ownership of the Suns. And this is the only way it's going to happen: is if his sponsors in Phoenix of the arena, radio, TV, if they say we're not gonna sponsor you anymore. That's the only way. That's it. That's the only way. Of course, you know, LeBron, who only speaks up when it has to do with you know his agenda, came out and ripped it as well. She went on and said it's our players' desire that while we understand that there has been a thorough investigation. And while we're very pleased that the NBA was able to follow through on that, because that's clearly something we want to see happen, we also want to make it very clear that we do not want him to be back in a position where he will be impacting our players and those who serve our players on a daily basis. One year suspension and a $10 million fine. All right. She also said she's unclear If the league's punishment towards Sarver will change, it's not going to change. Quote, I don't know how open silver is in terms of wanting to make that change. I think it is our hope that it will be very clear that Mr. Sarver should not be able to be in a position to come back and be in a managerial position. We've heard from other owners. We've heard from sponsors, et cetera. I think it's pretty clear that there's no expectation from him returning. There you go. There you have it. I said this on social media the other day. Thank God he didn't say all lives matter every single one because he would have been banned for life. I mean, that investigation would have taken less than 48 hours and Robert Sarver would have been banned for life. But he didn't say all lives matter every single one. So he only got a one-year suspension and a $10 million fine, right? You got to be careful, all right? You got to be careful. And he was careful that he was not as egregious and stupid and mind-bogglingly like out of touch with reality to say that all lives matter, every single one. Had he done that, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Obviously, he would have been suspended for life. All right. I hope everybody has a fabulous, fabulous weekend. I hope you have a great weekend. And we'll do it again on Monday, right here on Listen Up. So long, everybody.